Welcome to Behind the Sash. I'm Elise Hudson, the 2015 Newcastle Regional Showgirl. The Land Sydney Showgirl Competition aims to find a young woman to act as an ambassador for rural New South Wales with her role involving many official and informal duties, both at the Sydney Royal Easter Show and during her travels interstate and overseas. For over 50 years, young women across the state have competed for this prestigious role. But the showgirl competition is not a beauty pageant. Behind the pearls, makeup, pomp and ceremony are passionate young women with drive to benefit their local communities and rural New South Wales as a whole. This week, I'm talking with Erin Kennedy, who was the 2015 Mwilumbar showgirl. Hi Erin, welcome to Behind the Sash. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. Erin, you are a third generation dairy farmer. What's a typical day like for you? So a typical day on the farm starts at about half past four in the morning. Um, and you get ready and you go down to the dairy and set everything up. So that involves, you know, um, getting the filters and all of that in there so that your milk's nice and clean when it enters the vat where it's stored. And... Um, then you literally just press a button and start everything up and the cows are pretty good and they come in themselves and you milk them and it's done in about two, two, two and a half hours maybe. Um, and yeah, we have 200 um, head in our dairy at the moment that we're currently milking, so it takes a bit longer having 200 than it does if you only have 100. But yeah, that's how we do that. And then once it's finished, we go to the house and have breakfast. And then we, you know, do other duties like uh, shift fences because um, we do, um, sh we have set blocks that we put our cows in for during the day and during the night, which is in two separate paddocks. And we shift them um, a little bit further in the paddock every day. So we've got to shift our fence each day. Then we have to go and check... All our heifers that we're growing up, we go and check them um, daily and we have a small beef herd as well, so we check on them. And we might have to do, you know, drenching and that kind of stuff. Uh, just depends on the time of year and whether it's the time to do it or not. But generally, yeah, it's doing your fences, checking your cattle, fixing any fences or anything that you need to, and then it's back at about half past two in the afternoon to milk the cows again. And then once you finish that, it's home time and you get, yeah, dinner and all of that sorted and have a quick sleep basically and back up and start again. <laughs> Sounds really hectic. Yeah. Why is it so important for you to continue working on the family farm? So I am one of six girls, so I have five sisters, which is pretty rare in the dairy industry for girls to want to keep, you know, the farm kind of going. It's more seen as the male-dominated industry still. So to me... Uh, it's really important to step up and be accountable, I guess, and say that, you know, girls can do it as well. It's not just a male-dominated industry. And I also want to carry on, you know, the tradition for my family as well. Um, my dad's worked really hard to get the farm to where it is, along with my uncle. Um, and I, you know, want to do it to make him proud and you know, kind of get him to understand that I appreciate everything he's done for me and it's my way of showing, I guess, my gratitude to him and also keeping it going for my family and showing everybody, you know, that it is a good industry to be a part of and it doesn't matter whether you're a male or female, it's for everybody, basically. 
on the topic of agriculture being a male-dominated industry, uh, you've said that you see women as having an important part to play in agriculture. Can you elaborate on that? So I think uh, women are the hidden source kind of for agriculture and I think that we have a lot of knowledge and um, a lot that we can bring to the party in managerial roles and that kind of thing. So I think it's we kind of get overlooked a fair bit and our voice is not really heard as much as maybe they should be. And I think if they are heard and we are able to work together with the males that have already stamped their mark on agriculture, if we work together with them, we can, you know, make agriculture in Australia um, incredible and really broaden the things that we can do and, yeah, make it a lot better than it already is and make Australia really well known for its agriculture and the fact that we have shown diversity in genders and the fact that we can work together and it should make Australia great. In 2015, you uh, entered the Mwilamba Shogo competition and won it. Uh, what made you decide to enter the competition? So I entered, I that was my second time entering the showgirl competition in Mwilamba. I entered for the first time in 2013 when I was just 17 and straight out of school and learn a heap from it and was able to grow immensely from it and I started off not being able to hold a conversation with anybody and was really quite shy and you know didn't voice my opinion or anything like that and I learnt the skills and the proper ways to do um, interviews and hold conversations and that through doing the showgirl competition and then I came back in 2014 and helped out with the winner of the showgirl competition. I was lucky enough to get runner-up in 2013, so I came back in 2014 and helped out and got to meet the um, next girls coming through in the showgirl competition that year and learn a lot from them and learn a lot behind the scenes. Instead of just being an entrant, I actually got to step back and, you know, see the behind-the-scenes process, and that really made me, I guess, driven to re-enter again and give it another crack and I really wanted to become more of an ambassador in my local community and more so for the young girls. I feel like in our town there's not a lot of younger people stepping up to support the younger kids and give them something to, you know, look up to and say to them, you know, um, I'm nothing special really. I came from exactly what you've come from um, but you can make a difference so I suppose it was my way of making a difference in the community and letting the younger generation know that they could do the exact same thing if they just believed in themselves. I believe entrants in the Mwilambar Showgirl competition get taken on farm tours around the region. Can you tell us yep. about those? Yep, so that's something that started my first year as an entrant. It wasn't actually done before that um, and basically we get taken on a bus to um, a local cane farm because cane's a massive industry in our area. Um, we actually went to, we the year that I came back and helped, we actually went to my dairy farm and listened to a little talk there that I did that Dad helped me with and taught the girls a bit about it. And we went to a beef farm and learned a bit about beef and a little bit about sheep because sheep isn't really a major industry in Moolumba, but we still learn a little bit about it. So. Basically, the farm tours are a way to 
get the showgirl entrance engaged with the local community and the local agricultural industries whilst also teaching them a little bit about what actually goes on there so that if there is a further interest for them, then they've got them contacts that they can use to further themselves in that industry if they want to or they just walk away learning a lot more about their area than if they had a sat in a room and been talked to for two hours. They're actually out there physically, you know, learning, looking at the stuff, looking at all of the equipment that gets used and actually physically seeing what happens instead of it just being told to them or handed leaflets that they'll probably just get rid of or won't read anyway. How did you find the zone final experience? Um, the zone final experience with me was something way out of my comfort zone and um, something that was a real eye-opener for me, I suppose. Um, I, like I said, I'm very shy and like to keep to myself and um, the showgirl experience has helped me kind of step out of my comfort zones a bit but yeah the zone was a whole different level to local level for me and it's um, something that I've definitely learnt from but it was definitely yeah something that I don't know I went down there expecting one thing and it ended up being completely different to what I thought it would be and not as scary as I'd built it up to be in my mind I suppose. You said that you it you thought it would be one thing and it was completely different when you got there. What did you expect it to be like? Um, I don't know. I expected it to be um, highly competitive and everybody to kind of, you know, be in their zone and not really willing to communicate with you, I suppose. And, um, I've, yeah, I didn't really think there would be as much interaction with the other girls as there was. I kind of thought that, yeah, it would be treated as a high-intensity competition because that's just how it had been explained to me is basically you go down there, you get your interview done, then you're straight into the dinner and you don't really have time to stop. So I think when I got down there and we actually had the time to, you know, talk to the other girls and our interview was um, done one at a time and we got taken out of the group but we all kind of remained in the group and, you know, talked. It made it more relaxing and enjoyable I suppose and I learn a lot more sitting there talking to the girls and the um, lunch and all of that I didn't actually know about until I got down there on the day um, and was told that there was a lunch so that was something really good to sit down with a few different girls and hear what you know happens in their communities and that kind of stuff I really enjoyed that part of it. On to Mwilambar show. Mwilambar show yep. is one of the oldest continually running agricultural shows in Australia what has made your show so special? Um, our major thing for our show is that we have free entry. So we have incredible sponsors each year that allow us to not charge any of the community to actually come and attend the show, which is pretty incredible. And it's a big draw card for local community um, members and that. But I think the main thing is the show is like one of the main events of the year and it's, a place where people go and they catch up and back in the earlier days it was a massive family event you know the whole family got new clothes and got dressed up and it was like the event of the year it has decreased a bit it's kind of there's a lot of other things that happen in the community throughout the year but if you talk to anybody in the community they will say the Moolumbah show is something they look forward to every year and we're hoping that it just expands from there and future generations continue to 
enjoy it as much as the past. Um, and a lot of things have changed, you know, since it first started to now with technology and that. So I think we've always tried to keep up with the latest technology and keep people interested by, you know, putting current things out there for them to look at and do and that kind of stuff. So I think the fact that it's been able to keep updated but still keep that wonderful history to it and some of the historical things that have happened from day one still happen. So I think that's a major thing and the reason why it is it's quite as successful as it is. This year's Mwilambar show is on the 4th and 5th of November. What will be some of the highlights? So this year we um, have the usual highlights, which is the rodeo. Um, this year, as well as the rodeo, we have um, a barrel racing part um, to the Friday night. We also have our fireworks display on the Saturday. We also this year have um, something that I have pushed myself to do, um, and I'm running the Young Farmers Challenge with the um, new aspects of a primary school and a high school section as well as the open sections. So really trying to get the younger kids involved from an early age so that we do secure the future of the show. So that's something that I know I'm looking forward to. But then I think people just love to come and see, you know, the flower displays and the craft displays and the displays that the kids put on from the local schools and the cane exhibits and the cattle and the horses and we have a dog show and we have sheep. So I think it's a lot of things that um, all combine together and, yeah, a lot of people are just interested to come and see what's on offer each year. Now, apart from the annual show, Mwilambar also holds the Tweed Valley Banana Festival and I believe you were the Tweed Valley Banana Festival queen in 2014. Can you tell us about the festival and the Banana Queen competition? So the Banana Festival is um, another long-running event in New South Wales and I think the whole of Australia. And it's a little bit similar to the Showgirl competition except for there's a um, charity level to it. So each year girls um, enter the Banana Queen contest and... They have to raise money for a local charity as well as, you know, the general going out and doing events um, in the public and getting to, you know, get their face out there and be seen by the public. Um, we also do a lot of things with our teen queens and our little princesses and princes. So there's that added level of getting the youth involved there and we learn a lot. We go on tours and we learn a lot about the local community and the local agricultural industries as well to a degree. Um, and we do um, fashion displays and it's all about getting the um, community involved and building young girls up and um, the princes as well. It's about teaching them, you know, that they do have the confidence to stand up in front of people and be who they are and not be afraid to show who they are and really building that empowerment from a younger age. So the Banana Festival does that as well um, a bit more than the show because we don't currently have a um, tiny tot level at the show. We have a junior showgirl coming through, but it's not as pronounced as the Banana Festival. It's a lot of the Banana Festival is a lot more involved. There's a lot more 
events going on with it than there is with the showgirl competition because it is that little bit longer running and it's got that bit more tradition and a lot more people are interested in doing the banana festival and then once they've done it they don't really want to do the showgirls so I think if we can get them to work together and use them kind of to do the exact same thing but at a different level and base the showgirl more on agriculture then I think they can work really well together to create a really good community group coming through because that's definitely what we need to do is keep that sense of community coming through. Um, I learn a lot from doing the Banana Festival and was very fortunate to get crowned Banana Queen. Um, there's also a Charity Queen and a Miss Personality as well in the teen and the senior level. And that is all about finding young girls. The Charity Queen obviously is the entrant that's raised the most amount of money for a local charity and they then spend the next year um, helping the Queen and the Miss Personality to get the community involved and become role models for the local community so that we are getting them younger kids um, looking and saying that you know they can do that one day and really empowering them to follow their dreams. Both the Tweed Valley Banana Festival and the Bar Show provide great opportunities for young women. What do you feel young women can gain through their involvement? To me, if it's if the competition is run right, like it is currently getting run and nothing changes, and in the ever-changing society that we have with, you know, the issues of body image and, you know, a lot of our youth are looking at, you know, celebrities and that kind of thing, and that's their only role models they see, so they're getting unreal unrealistic um beliefs I suppose of what they're meant to be in society and how they're meant to act and what they're meant to wear and how they're meant to talk. I think the main thing that the Banana Festival and the Showgirl competition can do is teach girls that they are incredible role models themselves the way they are. They don't need to change themselves into something they're not um, or try and be older than they are. Like if they're 12, 13, 14, then be 12, 13, 14 year olds. Don't try and be, you know, 25 year olds and dress like 25 year olds. I think the main thing for the two competitions to do is to allow our youth to be youth but still give them the knowledge that they require to, you know, get them um, dream jobs that they want and, you know, be able to talk in public no matter where they are and feel comfortable and understand that the whole community is behind them no matter what um, and that if they dream for something hard enough that they can achieve it. And I think the self-empowerment that each individual girl can give to another girl is really important because the most important thing to a young girl is acceptance from other young girls. So if we can get a bunch of young girls building each other up instead of tearing each other down, then I think our community can be really successful and these two competitions hopefully can help to do that and continue to do that for future years to come. And last question, what does the future hold for Erin Kennedy? Um, so I'm currently studying again. Um, I've done my Diploma of Agriculture and I'm currently studying my Managing Livestock Unit. Um, and I really 
hope to one day um, own my own piece of land and be able to, you know, do with it what I want to do with it and keep the agriculture industry going is what I hope. Um, in the near future, I would love to um, help develop new techniques on my dad and my uncle's farm to make it more efficient and working with them and, you know, get my little pot of money building up so that I can get a piece of land myself that I can, yeah, add to and enhance and look after and build a sustainable farm that can keep Australia going with agriculture because that's exactly what agriculture does. Um, and hopefully in there somewhere there's, um, you know, the dream of having the kids and the husband and all of that, um, which is something that I do look forward to because I would love to be able to have my own kids that I can teach the importance of agriculture to and, yeah, get them going with becoming little ambassadors themselves and being proud of who they are, not being concerned about what other people think. So, yeah, that's what's in store for me for the future. Thank you very much, Erin, for coming on Behind the Sash. Enjoy the Mawillam Bar show and all the best for the future. Thank you.